This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'll tell you what, mate. Your beard's what? looking a bit ropey there. Oh, bruv, don't. It's been doing me head in all week. I'll tell you what you need to do. You need to upgrade your shave with the personal barber. The top safety razor subscription for men in the UK. You can get a curated box of high-quality shaving products like razors, creams, and skincare products. And trust me, mate, you could do with it. <laughs> My skin is dry as... It's like the Sahara Desert, mate. My forehead is flaking. Your skin reminds me of your personality. Dry. Um, But (laughs) guess what? Here on Adam and Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast, we've got an exclusive discount code that will get you 20% off your Discovery Box subscription kit. It's great for you or amazing as a present. Head to thepersonalbarber.com and click to join the club. Enter promo code MOVIE at the checkout to get 20% off. 20%, that's all right, isn't it? 20%, or as in the in the maths world in year five, we call that a fifth. I'm so glad you got that one right. I'm not going to lie, as I started saying it, I was a little <laughs> nervous. <laughs> I'm going to have to get on that, I reckon. Definitely head to thepersonalbarber.com and join the club now. A Dadsnet original podcast. Hello and thank you for joining us once again on Adam and Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast. Yes, we have a fantastic episode lined up for you today. As always, my name is Adam and I am joined by the one and only, thank God there's only one, and thank God he's the only one, Mr. Cotney John. Can't replicate greatness, bruv. That's a good comeback, mate. That's a good, good comeback. You've started this episode strong. Let's keep it going. <laughs> How you doing, mate? You okay? Yeah, I think I've just peaked though, haven't I? Let's face yeah, it. I think, yeah. keep, keep relatively quiet for the rest of the Yeah, episode. I think I'll just stop talking now. <laughs> we have got a fantastic episode. Obviously, Valentine's <coughs> Day is approaching. Uh, so later on in this episode, we are going to give you, as part of our flashback movie, uh, our perfect movie date night. Uh, we'll get onto that a little bit later, just after our movie plot in one sentence and this week we bring you not one but two brand new releases and two reviews uh, one from myself and mr cotney john that we went to watch the other night so make sure you stay tuned for that one and also myself and my little girl isla are back we went to the cinema and she has recorded what i can only say amazing 
uh, review <laughs> of a new movie. But before we get on to all of that, I set Cockney John some homework last week, if yeah. you remember. I spoke about the brand new Amazon original film starring J-Lo uh, called Shotgun Wedding, where I described it as a massive heap of trash, but I loved it. <laughs> um, Cockney John actually for <clears throat> once, because I've worked with this man, remember, and so has my wife. And if we agree Ten on one thing, now, we, don't agree, we don't agree on a lot. But if we agree on one thing, we know that Cotney John cannot be trusted and he cannot be relied on. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I would argue, but it's it's a hundred percent fair. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, true. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> can't say nothing um, about it. I can't say not. I'm useless. <laughs> yeah. I love that start of the effort is like you can't replicate perfection now you're just like I'm useless like the difference yeah I, I need controlling like a puppy otherwise Absolute like fat. I'm nowhere <laughs> you need doggy bags when you're with Cutty John yeah. I can tell you that um, but he did go off and he did listen and he did, did his it. homework so did super it. super quick in a minute Shotgun Wedding we hope you have watched it after what I spoke about last week Cutty John has watched it Cutty John did you agree? Did you not agree? What you thought? Didn't agree, bruv. Did not agree. But I still loved it. <laughs> but I I genuinely, I I absolutely loved the film. I thought it was hilarious, right? But I think it's very self-aware. I think it's a spoof. I it's I 100% a it's a spoof of a rom-com. Bruv, that zip line could not be that long. And not be a joke. Like it, I mean, me. the zip line was about four miles. It was it was brilliant. <laughs> Every bit of it. Lenny Kravitz just appearing in it. Do you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of. Do you, do you remember the Naked Gun films? Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, yeah. Absolute yeah, comedy yeah. classics. Now, it, to me, it was a Naked Gun film. Like with Lenny Kravitz was the uh, <coughs> OJ, OJ Simpson character who was at the time a beloved sports star in America and a great cameo in that film um and I think that's what Lenny Kravitz was I think it's just because it's J-Lo if it wasn't J-Lo you go yeah that's a spoof and it's a really funny spoof but because it's J-Lo you're expecting there's no way there's no way J-Lo did a film without knowing what those jokes were and they were all Listen, in jokes. I mean, it's J-Lo. Yeah, but if you look at J-Lo's movie back catalogue, listen, she's done some good ones. She's also done some stinkers. And I truly believe... Yeah. I mean, what I love is you've got a different view. And what we would yeah. love is for everyone I loved it. to this now. I absolutely loved it. I laughed. And, like, and don't get me wrong. I put. I think I messaged you five minutes in. And just said, bruv, I don't know. 10 minutes in, I was like, bruv, I don't know if I can do this. Because yeah. it was, it, it starts as a really bad rom-com. And but tell then, people what I replied. Give it give it a chance. Keep going. Yeah, yeah And I think I messaged it. you. Yeah, I think I messaged you. Yeah, yeah, you have to finish it. I think I messaged you 10 minutes later. This is brilliant. Yeah, this is <laughs> like, brilliant. I mean, it's it, as, that- and it is as soon as the MILF comes in. As soon as she's there. 
that her first joke sets off the film. Yeah, and obviously that's Jennifer Coolidge who we've we've spoken about, yeah. Stifler's mum. And I think it's brilliant. Obviously, you've got a different. You, you loved it, and I loved it. Lo- absolutely, I loved, loved it. it because it was so bad. You're loving it because you think it's self-aware and you think it's a spoof. But what we would love is every single person listening to this. If you've watched Shotgun Wedding, and a couple of people did get involved in the video uh, we put out where I was talking yeah. about Shotgun Wedding. A few people put, "Oh my god, it was so bad. It was good." Um, I loved it. Make sure you get involved. Let us know. I'm uh, giving it a five. I'm giving it five Sundays because because that's a film. That's a film I'm going to watch. I reckon probably another five times. Right, right. So let me get this straight. Right. Yeah. This absolute steaming pile of dung. Yeah. Otherwise known as Shotgun Wedding, which to be fair, I did enjoy, but I enjoyed it because I thought it was so horrendously bad but yeah. it was funny <laughs> yeah you watched a an award winning and multi multi award nominated film last week by yeah. the one and only Steven Spielberg you rated yeah. it a 2 yeah and you are now rating this JLo Amazon Prime original yeah. a 5 because I'm what, I'm 100% going to watch it again and I'm going to watch it a few times again and I'm going to laugh my ass off the whole way through <laughs> it again because it's so funny it's oh mate it, it, it's it's you I don't want to say too much I don't no, want to talk can't. about it yeah because I I really think you have to watch it but I think you might need someone like my good friend Adam here to message you 10 minutes in and just say keep watching <laughs> because if you just watched the first 10 minutes I would have turned it off uh, my TA at work did turn it off after 10 minutes and wow. I said to her no and she is going to go back and watch it because I said how funny it gets now this is why Adam and Courtney John's big movie podcast is not your run of the mill movie reviews we don't go with the popular opinions we do not say what we want we think that people want to hear we are simply giving our God's honest truth. So you're more than welcome to give it a five, mate. That's absolutely yeah. fine. And talking about giving movies, reviews, uh, you know, however you want. Me and my daughter went to the cinema uh, on Sunday to watch the brand new release uh, from DreamWorks Animation, uh, yeah. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. So Antonio Banderas is back as Puss in Boots. Obviously, I shouldn't really need to say this, but I will. Part of the Shrek universe. He has had his own spin-off film uh, quite a few years ago, and he's back. And um, myself and my lovely lovely little girl went to watch it we were very excited about it i'd heard some great things uh just on like tiktok and things like that uh so before i quickly give you my uh, point of view about it here is (laughs) my daughter isla's review of puss in boots the last wish hi it's adam from adam and cotney john's big movie podcast me and my six-year-old daughter isla say hi everyone hi we just got back from the cinema and we have just been to see, what did we go and see? Puss in Boots! Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Yes, the newest film in the Shrek kind of universe and it's the second Puss in uh, Boots movie. The first one was pretty good, nothing to write home about. And this new one, basically to give you a quick synopsis, uh, obviously cats are known to have nine lives. 
Puss in Boots has used eight of them during his heroic and crazy life and basically is now on the hunt for a wish to get more lives. Um, we were excited about this, weren't we? Yeah. Yes, we were. So I'm going to hand it over to my darling daughter and she's going to tell you what she thought of Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Oh, I loved it. And, um, I thought it was funnier than the first one. You thought it was funnier than the first one? Yeah. I will agree with that. Um, what else did you like? What about the characters, the voices, the animation? Um, I loved... Um, I don't know what her name is, but it's the kitty... Uh, soft paws. Yeah, Kitty Soft Paws. Kitty Soft Paws, yeah, which is the, I was going to say the female lead, but um, cats don't use leads. <laughs> oh, you don't get that. Never mind. Um, yeah, so Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Obviously, I will discuss my review on the episode. Uh, but as always on Adam and Courtney John's Big Movie Podcast, we allow um, anyone who's uh, reviewing a movie, sorry, I can't speak, uh, anyone who's reviewing a movie, they use their favourite movie character and they give a total out of five. Isla has already been on this podcast, haven't you? Yes. Yes. And your favourite movie character is? Ariel. Ariel from The Little Mermaid, uh, end of May, live Little Mermaid. Just throwing it out there. You're excited for that, aren't you? Yeah. Yes. So, out of five Ariels, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, gets what? So... I'm just going to tell you a story. When I came back from Puss in Boots, I said to... Okay, um, I said, can I do on the podcast 10 aerials? Because I, I loved it so much. So I'm going to give it six. <laughs> <laughs> six aerials, which I'm just going to allow it. She's too cute not to allow it. <laughs> six aerials. Um, I will give my rating... Obviously, after this, but Puss in Boots is out everywhere. We know that school half terms are happening. Uh, do you, would you say that families, that parents should take their children to Puss in Boots when school holidays are happening? Yeah. Yes, 100%. Right. I'm going to leave the 200%. final. 200%. 200%. Right. I'm going to leave the final word to you. Do you want to say bye to everyone and, and wish them um, any sort of message? I I'll put you on the spot, Anna. Yeah. Go on. Um, I hope you had a nice weekend last week. I love you that you support us and bye. <laughs> you are a natural. Thank you so much. Take care. Oh, mate, I mean, that was she, well cute. <laughs> that was well great, cute. She, She's she so confident, great. man. She's so it's, confident. And do you know what's amazing? Genuinely, like that that wasn't like there was no like takes. There was no like, yeah. you know, there was no I practicing. Loved- I loved, I asked if I could give it a 10, so I'm going to give it a 6. <laughs> I, did not, I thought she's just going to give it a 10 and I'm going to allow it. But then she yeah. was like, I said, could I give it a 10? Because I loved it so much. So I'm going to give it a 6. Um, but talking about Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, it is mm. absolutely brilliant. It well, is My favourite oh. thing in Shrek, in, in all the Shrek films, has always been... Because, uh, I mean, obviously, the first film's classic was absolutely brilliant. But then afterwards, they, I don't, you know, I'm an adult. And they're not as, uh, they're not as funny, not as original, you know, because it had all been done before in the first Shrek. But yeah. Puss in Boots, the Puss in Boots character, 
always made me laugh. He always had the best lines, the best yeah. sort of one-liner jokes, the little comebacks that he had, yeah. the eyes, you know, everything yeah, about 100%. it. So. And, and so I think you're right. I mean, the original Shrek was groundbreaking. It, it kind of tore up the script of animated films. It kind of took the mick out of fairy tales. No one had done that before. It's brilliant. Shrek 1 is one of the all-time greats. Shrek 2, I personally believe, is one of the best sequels ever because I think it's yeah. it's coming after such a you know monumental success that it could have easily failed, which Shrek the third and fourth pretty much did in my eyes. I, I didn't like them as much. Obviously, for kids, they're great, but Shrek 1 and 2 were so good because... Kids loved it, and there was so much in there for adults. And yeah. and I think Shrek three and Shrek four just didn't quite capture the magic. Puss in Boots got his own spin off, was okay. It, you know, like I said, it, it was wasn't, all right. Yeah, wasn't anything. But they are back with an absolute bang. And I know half term is coming up, and if you are stuck for something to do, I highly, highly, highly recommend uh, Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. Antonio Banderas. I think you could go through. I mean, you talk. You know voice acting you know you think about tim allen buzz lightyear tom hanks uh all that kind of stuff ellen degeneres as dory all of these legendary things i think antonio banderas as puss in boots has got to be up there as one of the greatest uh, castings ever yeah in, 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 yeah uh, it's perfect for it, isn't it? Perfect I mean, for it listen eddie murphy it's zorro <laughs> Eddie Murphy's donkey uh is 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 amazing as always like he was he was great and I'm not going to give anything away, uh, but I will happily rate Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, five Harry Stampers. It's getting the full whack from me because the animation was really good. It was quite original. The story was brilliant. There was was really funny stuff in there Mm. um, and it flew. And that's what I always judge. It's like, am I I clock watching? Am Am I kind of thinking, oh. See, that's what I was like with Shotgun Wedding. I, I didn't want it to end. (laughs) <laughs> right, like, it was just on. I enjoyed it so much <laughs> move on from shotgun wedding for god's sake Is we're not dedicating an app to that rubbish but good rubbish though solid rubbish um, okay and the day after uh, I went to see Puss in Boots with Isla myself and Courtney John were back at the big screen for and this is very exciting uh, a limitless screening so through Dadsnet and through doing this podcast we obviously have got a limitless card through Odeon shout out Odeon um, Odeon so we are able to go and pick a film and book it and etc yeah I can't believe you just shouted Odeon like, do you think they're going to listen and go I like the way you did that let's give them some and, uh, all I wanted was that, that face you pulled when you heard it just that that initial what yeah why yeah um so it was a limitless screening now this movie um which is coming out on the 24th of february so we are you know still a couple of weeks away uh, but we were able to go and watch this limitless screening and it is the brand new um screen life thriller and it's described like that we'll get on to that uh, and mm. it's, I don't, I don't know if to say sequel because sequel kind it's, of makes it like it's a, a the second, it? it's the second one in the same sort of style. It's yeah. 
because of the way it's done with technology, it sort of works. You, you know, I know they call them reboots a lot of the time. Yeah, but it's, it's, yeah it's not it's, a reboot, is it? It's, it's not a re- No, it's just a different story, but with the same... Yeah, now, the in same fact, kind of vibe, isn't it? Yeah, we need to get onto that because we were talking about which one we would prefer. And yeah, now so I've an seen an, both an, of it's them. It's described as an anthology sequel. So in 2018... Mm. Oh, sorry, uh, take me back. Yeah, 2018, <laughs> there's a mystery thriller uh, called Searching. Now, it stars uh, John Chow, uh, yeah. which is uh, which you'll know from... He is actually the guy who shouts MILF in American Pie. Yes, he is. One of the yeah. guys. He's also um, in Harold and Kumar, amongst other yeah. things. And basically, his daughter goes missing, and it's filmed... Say it's filmed. It's the whole film is through a computer screen, and mm. it shows what he does on this computer, trying to look for his daughter. And I went to see it on the cinema a couple of years ago with my good friend Sean, and we loved it, absolutely loved it. With and who? I saw that it, with Shleem, Sean. With, with and he's your what? Your my mate. You've got other mates. <laughs> I was wondering where you're going with that. <laughs> You look dead, like dead annoyed and dead upset. I was yeah, like, I am. I am. Has Sean done you something went, to you? You went to the cinema with another mate. What? It, in 2018? I'm not happy about this, bruv. Right. Okay. Well, I, I, I like to take this opportunity to apologize to Thank absolutely you. nobody. <laughs> I do what I want. Uh, shout out Conor McGregor there. Um, withdraw it though, because he punches old people in bars. Yeah. Um, so. Searching That's came out funny. and it is, it is, uh, it, well, we loved it. And then it came available on Amazon Prime and I watched it with Kim, I think a couple of months ago. She really enjoyed it. So this is an anthology sequel that we went to watch called Missing. So to give mm. you a quick uh, synopsis of Missing. Uh, when her mother disappears while on vacation in Colombia with her new boyfriend, June's search for answers is hindered by international red tape. Stuck thousands of miles away in LA, June creatively uses all the latest technology at her fingertips to try and find her mum before it's too late. However, as she digs ever deeper, her digital sleuthing soon raises more questions than answers. Um... <laughs> So, did you like that a bit of tension? I now? did, yeah, yeah. It's, so, I mean, the title, the title says it all. It's a bit like Taken, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's like, it's very Someone's simple. missing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not gonna. Yeah, you're not gonna. You get what it says what on happens. the tin. Yeah, exactly. So let's get into it. Um, like I said, I was a massive fan of Searching, um, the original one. Really, and, and if you get the chance to watch it, I suggest you do watch it because it is brilliant. Mm. Um, and Missing is very much of the same ilk. It was, um, I thought it was really suspenseful, as much suspense in this film as as, as one, you know, many have seen recently, where mm. to the point where we were literally like grabbing each other going like, oh my God, yeah. at certain bits, which when you do that is amazing. My favourite uh, bit was the girl down the aisle, though, where one of the one of the truths is revealed, and she just went shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so funny. There's like mum there with like a teenage daughters, and then something like a big kind of like oh big my reveal, god moment yeah. happened, and then we went, oh, and then she just went shit. Oh, it was so funny. Um, but I thought, it, I mean, it's 
it's so cleverly done and yeah i always i remember speaking to kim about the original because it's very it's very much it's very similar as in it's filmed through mm. a computer screen and I, I remember saying and kim was a bit like oh and i was like no, not, seriously and that was my reaction wasn't it because that's why yeah. i'd never watched it because i just thought oh it's gonna be a film for teenagers the tiktok yeah. generation and it's not yeah. it's not if, if anyone's seen like kiss the girls the bone collector things those sort of old school thrillers it's along those lines of how suspenseful it is how well the story's told and uh how original it is as well actually yeah, that's, that, i think that's a very good point the originality of this and even from searching uh like four or five years ago mm. is brilliant and and obviously the cast do well and it's just it's just every every few minutes you're just like yeah. no way and there's always just like a you know like say the mouse is going over something and then suddenly it goes back to something that you missed and you're like, oh my God, no way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so highly, I highly, highly recommend this. And so I've, like I said, I saw Searching uh, twice when it first came out and quite recently. And I was saying to Courtney John, like, try and watch Searching, try and watch Searching. You don't have, let's make it very clear. You do not have to see Searching. No, you don't, um, no. Before you see Missing. But I think you should go and see Missing. And if you get the chance to watch Searching, you will not regret it. So I will kick off uh, the review by saying uh, it gets four Harry Stampers from me. Uh, solid, solid four. Um, probably the reason I didn't give it a five, because personally, I think, I don't know, Searching, maybe because it was the first of its kind, I... I'm leaning towards that as the one that I think's maybe mm. better, but I, I, but I could, it's t- difficult to choose. Um, so I'm giving it four Harry Stampers. Now you had not seen Searching, like I said no. before, I was mithering you to watch it. Obviously, you went away and they didn't have time. You were watching Shotgun Wedding every night, and then <laughs> um, you went to watch Missing. Obviously, loved it, which you'll get onto in a second. And then you went home, and the day after you watched Searching, didn't you? Yeah. 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 So go on, give us your thoughts on so, missing mainly because that's the film we're reviewing. Yeah. But I mean, what are your thoughts on searching? Basically, uh, I, I'm getting, so I'm going to go straight out with a score uh, and I'm going to give it just because it's not shotgun wedding 4.5. So um, four and a half for missing. Four and yeah. a half for missing. I thought it was amazing. And the only reason it lost that half a point is the and I looked at you straight away and <laughs> said I know what you're gonna say yeah that's who it is and I was correct um which I I think for a thriller you shouldn't be able to do that um no. and it's every character I mean, later on I did, yeah, but but the fact that I had it, I had it, you know, I had it. It was. It's like that thing away. you were like, you were like, it's gonna be that person, and then as it was going on, you were going, it might be that person, it might be that, and that, person. Person. <laughs> and that person, and then when it gets revealed, you were like, see, told you, yeah, like, I mean, you told me about it ten no, times. No, I I knew who it was, and and I, more importantly, I knew who it wasn't, and when you watch the film. You'll understand that once you've seen it. Yeah, Um, I highly recommend. Definitely. But that's the only reason it lost the half a mark, in all honesty. Um, And I actually preferred it to searching. uh, And 
we actually had a conversation as we left the cinema and I said, I wonder which one I'll like more because I wonder if it's one of them films where it depends which one you saw first that you like the most. And I think I like Missing the most because I saw it first. They're very similar. Very, very um, fair. But whilst they're similar, they're also completely different stories. Yeah, like, it's not absolutely, like the Hangover and the Hangover Yeah, too. it's completely different cast, completely different stories, but it's just that original shock factor of how clever it was to yeah, film yeah. it, the way they filmed it, wasn't there when I watched Searching, but it was there when I watched Missing. And that's, so that's why I'm give, I'm give Missing the edge over Searching. So there you go. On the 24th of February, so in a couple of weeks' time, Missing uh, gets four. Harry Stampers gets four and a half Sandys. Well worth watching. If you get the chance to watch Searching before, uh, we highly recommend you do. If you don't, it doesn't matter because Missing is a standalone film, which yeah. we think you will massively enjoy. If you've not seen the film, don't worry. These are movie plots in one sentence. Um, so let's get into, before we give you our Valentine's, Adam and Cotton John's big movie special, uh, we are going to do our movie plot in one sentence. So um, are you ready, Mr. Cotton John? You got last week's wrong. Um, uh, yeah, I know. And I'm still annoyed about that because I was on the right track when I started. You were, you were. Yeah. And, and I, think, I think a lot of people who listened, and we really do appreciate, by the way, we saw a load of... Yeah. interaction on the Facebook group. Keep I've been shouted at for not watching Mean Girls. Well, basically. I was going to say, I mean, I'm talking, <laughs> but, you know, I'm liking this kind of theme where we give you a little bit of homework. So I think Mean Girls needs a watch, Cotney oh, John. I don't know oh, what anyone really? else is saying. I think it needs a watch. Um, so there you go. But I'm not saying it for next week because we've got a busy couple of weeks, which we yeah. will obviously tease at the end of the episode. But... The movie plot in one sentence is coming up now. A gorgeous princess gets catfished. Okay, one more time. A gorgeous princess gets catfished. Okay, get your guesses at the ready. We will be coming back to that straight after Adam and Cotney John's movie-themed Valentine's Night. What we're going to do for you, ladies and gentlemen, is we are going to choose a movie-themed cinema-esque snack. So imagine we are on a date. I'm guessing that I'm going to be with my wife. Um, (laughs) And Cotney John will be with someone. And I'd I'd like to apologise to that person in advance, even though you are imaginary. So we're going to have a cinema uh, cinema snack, and then we're going to have a throwback romantic movie that we feel that if you are in a relationship or even if you're not this is a throwback film that you should be putting on round about valentine's day and then we're going to finish off with a movie soundtrack which we feel would be lovely to end the night if you get what i'm saying (laughs) anyway (laughs) so Let's start off with our cinema snack or our just general snack on our date. Cotney John, what are you going for? 
Um, you know, just because of the implication, a hot dog. Okay, so you, you're laying your stall out there. So laying the stall out. But, I mean, it's one of them. I was thinking, well, I always get nachos, but... I mean, in all honesty, it's got to be popcorn, and it? It's got to be sweet, or, or you've got to let the lady choose the flavour, and you've got to share. You get a large popcorn, two drinks, and you share. Then you brush hands as you get in your popcorn. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That, well, that's, I, I'd like to think that you I don't go. have nachos, because if you brush hands with your date, she will be covered in cheese. Covered it. Um, yeah, but I mean, I'd like that. I... <laughs> Oh, I don't. I'm you know, like when you now. see like you know, like people pouring chocolate and using ice and stuff like that and oh, wax. No. I just Not me with cheese. me with nacho cheese. <laughs> That's horrendous. That's horrendous. And I apologize to everyone listening to this if you've been put off your Valentine's date with that. Um yeah, You I would one hundred percent lap up that cheese. I think <laughs> I think popcorn is obviously the go to I like, at home, if we're going to have a real movie night, I like buying Mm. own nachos, you know, melting the cheese on top and doing it a little bit differently. Um, So I like the thought of that. And then also, even though I'm a type 1 diabetic, my darling wife is an absolute keen chocolatier and she, um, she would just love textbook bag of Maltesers for the cinema. Okay. Absolutely beautiful. Right. Or, or just a film night. It doesn't have to be the cinema. See, Maltesers, I, maybe if it's a film night, it's different. Like, so if it's, it's cinema. cinema you're going popcorn. Yeah, cinema, I'm going home, popcorn. You're going, well, I know what you're going. I know yeah. what you're going. Yeah. Go on, see okay. if you're right. I'm going to say you're going to marinate your own chicken wings. Yeah. <laughs> I do like my own chicken wings. However, they're a bit spicy, mine. I was going to say, and you'd also be covered in sauce, which again yeah. is very grim. I it, movie night at home. Oh, it depends how well you know them. If if it's like start of a relationship, Chinese, you know, right. or maybe so you're going takeaway. Uh, yeah, takeaway. Yeah, straight away. It, yeah, it's not even snacks. We're going full on takeaway. Sit down on the floor. Uh, no, no, right, no, right, right. Just, 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 just pause it there. Yeah. This is what Courtney John does, ladies and gentlemen. Whenever we're together and we get a takeaway, <laughs> you know, normal people just get like a standing table. They might get a cushion or something and like, eat it, sat on the couch. He like sets up like a picnic on the floor, <laughs> and it's just well weird. I prefer to sit. I prefer to sit on the floor than. Um, yeah, then on the couch and eat. I think the couch is too soft to eat. I like, I don't know. I like it hard. <laughs> Jeez. But, but I've always, that since I was little, I've never used side tables, never used, well, I use a tray, but just so I don't spill on the floor. Yeah. Uh, but I've always sat on the floor and I find it more comfy. I don't know. Listen, each to their own. So, and do you remember Kim thought- used to have to get out that special rug for me? Yes. When I came to eat, because she didn't want me ruining your nice rug. Yes. So she had a little throw, John's throw, that's down the back of the sofa. And then we burnt the throw, the first <laughs> chance we got. So we've just given you some ideas of some food. I don't think we have, actually, but enjoy no. it anyway. <laughs> and then we're going to do our throwback Valentine's movie. Courtney, John, what are you offering? Uh, two girls, one cup. <laughs> yeah. 
You are a a sight toy story. You are a sad, strange little man. And you have uh, my nah, mine is uh absolute classic. Nineteen ninety six, I think. Hang on. Okay. So it's ninety six. Yep, ninety six. Uh Robin Williams, Nathan Lane, Gene Hackman, uh Hank Azaria. Christine Brzezanski. Abs, cast. Abs, what a cast. It's uh, The Birdcage. Okay. Now, okay, throwing. Now, that is a throwback. Yeah, it is. It's what, and it genuinely is one of my favourite films. Genuinely right. one of my favourite films. But I think the reason I use it for like dates is because not a lot of people have seen it, firstly. Yeah. But secondly, it's based on musical called Le Cage au Faux, which I've also seen, seen that twice in uh, New York and the West End. Oh, Absol- I look at oh, you! Oh yeah, here. yeah. He's well, trying right, to there you go. There you go. You see that response from you? That is exactly why I choose this film because I do that. I literally okay. say that, and okay. you get yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm cultured. I go to the theatre. I've travelled to New York. <laughs> like it says so much by just explaining a film. It's a great date film, especially if it's like a first date film. Listen, I'm all for it. And Nicely everyone played. is welcome to that one because it works That's- every time. That's a great choice. I mean, yeah, you can use it and then pretend you've been yeah. to New York yeah. to watch it. Um, but my- plus, it's it's an absolutely hilarious, beautiful love story. Uh, fantastically made. It's set in a, um, uh, what do you call it? Like a, a transvestite's burlesque bar. Right. In uh, Miami, the original, the musical set in Paris. Um, it's about the two gay fathers uh, and their son has fallen in love uh, with a girl whose parents are very right wing politicians. And so they have to pretend um, that they are a uh, quote unquote normal family. So he has, the son has to get in contact with his mum, who he hasn't seen since he was a child. Uh, they've got Agador, who's their waiter that uh, is employed as their waiter, who's absolute Hanker's area plays him. Absolutely hilarious. Just a brilliant, brilliant film. Great stuff, great stuff. Good date so far. Mm. Um, For my Valentine's throwback movie, I'm giving you not only, I personally believe he's one of the greatest kind of romantic dramas of all time. It's also one Mm. of my personal favourite movies of all time. And I watched it a couple of nights ago and my wife had never seen it. Now, I've said this before, my wife is not big on her films. Um, not massive, no. You know, it makes me question a lot how we're even together uh, when she hasn't seen certain films. And I'm trying to educate her as we move on, but with two young children, it's very difficult as you have to kind of book in nights to watch films when you feel like you're going to be able to stay awake. But this film, I think again from 1996, so great year, yeah. um, is the sports romantic drama Jerry yes. Maguire. Yes. Jerry Maguire starring Tom Cruise. Uh, it was Rennie Zellweger's breakout performance. Mm-hmm. Cuba Gooding Jr. won an Oscar for his role as uh, an American football player, Rod Tillman. Before he went crazy. Yeah, before he, <laughs> yeah, he lost his marbles a little bit. But Jerry Maguire, not only is it a beautifully acted, the screenplay, the, the, 
the drama, everything about it is perfect. And it's two hours, 10, two, two hours, 15 minutes. The kid in it, let's just, let's just throw that out there. Jonathan Lipnicki, who obviously is probably like 30 odd now. He is one of the cutest child actors to ever star in a film. He he was, he was like ridiculously cute in that film. Yeah. Um, and his relationship with Tom Cruise's character, I'm not going to give too much away because I'm actually taking it back. I went into work and was basically saying, um, who's seen Jerry Maguire in the staff room? There's about 10 people in the staff room. I said, who's seen Jerry yeah. Maguire? Not one. Not one person said they'd seen Jerry Maguire. So I've told all my really? co-workers, watch it. Go and watch it. It's on the Sky Movies. It's available on Sky Movies. And I'm telling you, not all, and, and the funny thing is, Kim knew lines from the film because they're some of the most yeah. legendary yeah. cinema lines. The old show me the money, the uh, you complete me, you had me at hello. These are from Jerry Maguire and they are, and and I just think I was, I was just highly emotional watching it the other day, even though I've seen it buckets of times. I, I could watch it. It's one of those films I could watch it. It could be one of those forever films, like a de- desert film. Like you take one desert island, desert. shotgun yeah, wedding. I, I, I could <laughs> deserves on a, deserves to be on a desert island. That um, so yeah, Jerry Maguire, and then we're going to finish with our romantic end of evening movie soundtrack song. Um, you know things are going well on the date. Um, and then you just think, right, maybe have a dance, maybe a little, you know, maybe a little Valentine's Day smooch. What song are you playing from the movies, Cotney John? Do you know what, right? It came, and this might surprise people. People might think, oh, it's going to be a Grease song. Uh, but as soon as you messaged me and said, you know, this is what we're doing, instantly, my head instantly just went, take my breath away. <laughs> it's absolutely what I, I think that is the greatest soundtrack song to a film of all time i don't think yeah. there's uh, a better and it's romantic and it's it's fantastic it's everyone it knows it you can dance slowly to it it's great it is such a ballad and it is yeah. such an ageless song like mm. it came out in the 80s obviously from the absolutely legendary film top gun and it's just it is. I completely agree. That would also be in the mix for my end of night tune. But the yeah. one I'm going to go for, and I feel like I I have to go for this one. Not only is this a song from my favorite movie of all time. Oh, yeah. This was yeah, also yeah. my first wedding dance song. It so was. whilst I'm finishing the date uh, with my wife, we are having a slow dance to I Don't Want to Miss a Thing by Aerosmith. Uh, I think it's, it, oh, again, song. very similar to Take My Breath Away. I think it's it fits the film perfectly. Yeah. I think it's amazing that the lead singer of Aerosmith's daughter was in uh, Armageddon, mm. the movie, and it just it's just a legendary tune. And both of them are absolute ballads. And I think they're those kind of songs where yeah. no matter what the generation, you put it on, they will be able to sing along with it. It's one of those like timeless, just 
effortless tunes that's in everyone's psyche because they're just so so good and uh, do you know that song i because i saw i i was lucky enough to see aerosmith at, uh the twin towers toxic ball the last rock concert at wembley the old wembley before yeah, they yeah. knocked it down to rebuild it and um they started it of course the crowd went absolutely crazy Steven Tyler went, yeah. Steven Tyler walked up to the microphone, start singing it. And just as he's about to start singing it, like the whole crowd just sung it. And he sort of took a step back. You know, when someone just looks a bit shocked and he just took a step back and the audience sung the whole song. He didn't sing a single part of it. And then at the end, he gave like a round of applause to the audience for singing it. It was amazing. Just a really quick, just little segue there. Yeah. Uh, Even though we are a movie podcast, we like to chat about everything and everything. Um, When you go and see a famous artist and obviously the crowd is singing along to their songs and they just basically allow the crowd to sing it and they don't really sing it. They might come in with a little bit and then carry on with the crowd singing. What are your thoughts on that? In that situation, I loved it. Yeah. In that situation. I've seen it happen where it's more like, you know, Madonna and she's like throwing the microphone out because she just can't hold her breath that long anymore or she can't hit the notes. <laughs> yeah, um, I always remember it. I always and, remember but I think, I think it's, it's like- quite obvious when, you know, the Aerosmith one, it was such a perfect concert. They Everything was perfect about it. You know, it could have been yeah. a CD. Um, so I, I'm under no illusion that he probably, it was all planned and that he probably thought this is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm so glad it did happen because to be a part of it was quite amazing. Well, and you know, we're off to see Buble and I'm going to sing my little art out the old way through it. We are going to see Michael Buble together in April and, Mm. but it's just funny. The reason I say it was, I always remember my uncle paid something like 150 quid a pop for rod stewart tickets oh and yeah then when i said like oh how was it he just went well it was all right when he sang but he only sang one song he just kept going like wake up and then everyone would just be like maggie right, yeah. and then that'd be it like yeah and then, yeah so i'm not a mass fan but so there's our date night uh we hope you do have an amazing valentine's day um now this is great so we have got next week we are going to be going to the cinema um, I'm not actually sure what we're watching next week. No, we I can't decide? remember. No, no, we no, had a couple. We had a couple, um, but we, we are going to be settled. Back. We are going to be back next week, but then uh, in a week on Sunday, we are going to be going to Amsterdam uh, together. We're Go to the dam, baby. Supposed to be a couple of us going, but it ended up people pulling out and not able to go. So it's just me and Cotney John for Cotney John's fortieth. And what we're going to do whilst we're there... I've never been. Be, I can't wait. We're going to be chatting uh, all sorts. And we also <laughs> are going to be trying to get some great pod stuff. And hopefully, if we're there, try and, and, and go and see a film in a Dutch yeah. cinema, which should be a, which should be a last What sort of film? What sort of film are we going to watch? <laughs> Uh, there was one I saw called Peep Show. It's it amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but before we leave you, we need to give you the answer to our movie plot in Ooh, yes. one sentence. Mm-hmm. 
So if How you do I forget me, every week? I, I forget you're every literally week. ready to just go. <laughs> um, a gorgeous princess gets catfished. Okay, here we go. What are you going for, Cockney John? Right, so I was stuck on two, and then I remembered that Belle isn't a princess in Beauty and the Beast. So I think it links into Puss in Boots, and is it Shrek? Shrek? Yeah. <sighs> Incorrect. It works for Shrek, though, doesn't it? And she's well, a she's a fit princess. She's, she's an ogre as well. Oh God, it's him who gets catfished. Do you know what? I've been catfished that badly. Uh, the actual answer. Now, do people know this? Oh, so a princess is catfished. A princess gets catfished. It's not just princess die, is it? By by Prince Ali of Ababwa. Aladdin. It is Aladdin. Aladdin. Hey, that's a good one. That's that a good, is yeah. a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fair play. Thank well you done. so, so much. <laughs> thank you so much for listening once again to Adam and Cutney John's Big Movie Podcast. As always, please follow the podcast. Please like, share, subscribe. Get involved in the Adam and Cutney John's Big Movie Podcast Facebook group. Let us know. We had some great shouts. Uh, from the lovely yeah. listeners about some throwbacks. We are going to be tackling those over the next couple of weeks, watching them and giving you a bit of an updated view. Um, and for more information on Dad and Parenting, check out dadsnet.com. Woo! Dadsnet! For all your dad and parenting needs. Now, I will finish this episode, as I have been doing over the past few weeks, by leaving, hopefully, a sensible last word from Mr. Cotney John. This is sensible one. Every single one of you, please, please, please watch Shotgun Wedding. Oh, it shut is up. amazing, <laughs> bruv, bruv. I need someone. I need someone else to realise what comedy gold this is. That I that it is so. It has to be self-aware. It has to be. Someone else has to realise it's the greatest spoof since Naked Gun. This is insane. Right. It has well, to be. It so if you're not going to watch The Birdcage, if you're not going to watch Jerry Maguire on your Valentine's Day date night, there you go. Amazon Prime presents Shotgun Wedding. Thank uh, you so Amazon much Amazon Prime presents Jennifer Lopez reaching up to a high shelf. <laughs> See you later. In a bit. <laughs>